Welcome to Smutty Scriptures, the podcast where three best friends gather together to explore the holy text of fantasy romance novels. I'm Head Priest Blue Cromwell, and I'm joined by my sisters in sin, Cuttlefish and Purple Space Cat, to tell you all about our thoughts on this episode's sacred text. We are currently a little bit over halfway through Queen of Shadows. We made it through to the end of 47, which is the end of part one. (laughs) End of part one. So slightly over half of the book so far, but we decided that was a good place to stop getting through that whole first part. And we have some thoughts. So many. <laughs> and and opinions. So many. <laughs> At least that doesn't work for this one. I love this story. This is This is so far the best book of the series and what we are technically, this is the fifth book, if you count the prequel. Yeah, so this is our fifth book. I mean, I've liked the journey so far in general, really enjoyed everything that we've gotten. But this is like, when people say, when I see on TikTok or something like that, and someone's like, oh my god, just make it through the first two books. It'll be so worth it in the end. I'm always like, I mean, I love Akatar, so I'm like, okay, of course, you know, I'll give Sarah a chance. This, This is fine. I mean, I still had a pretty good time in those first two books, honestly, but... Getting to this point, I'm like, oh, I get it. Oh. Yeah, things are ramping up. Because this isn't even the one that people say is, like, their favorite. So it's like, holy shit, okay, I'm on a fucking roller coaster, and this series is going to wreck me. And when I finish it, I'm going to just disassociate for days, not knowing what to do with my life anymore. <laughs> Which is a compliment. I mean, I love it, Sarah. I am a masochist. Always have been, always oh, will be. Indeed. I love this one. It, it's been a struggle for me, the first couple ones. But this one, I, I really feel... I, it was difficult for me to put down. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like a difficult read. It wasn't laborious. It was not for me. This either. one for me was like super intriguing. And maybe it's because I love like a, a plot unfolding. I, I love it when the author withholds some information and then is like, here you go. And we're like, whoa, wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have to put all the pieces together and follow back. And then you're flipping back in the pages. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that was really great. There were a lot of moments with like plot things or it's explained away as like, I was just outside for a while. Hee hee. I had said to do hee hee. And then it all wraps together within what, you know, the next 20 chapters or so. And you're just like, holy shit. Yes. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> And the whole, th- the whole and you, time. You hid it from me the whole time. <laughs> I What's that sound movie. from? That's from a movie. That's uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. God, the that movie time? is awesome. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt with this book for sure. But I, I love that. I would rather not be given all of the pieces to a puzzle and then mm. get shown it, and then I'm like, oh, how did that happen? It makes me feel like. The person that Aelin slash Shalena is now going into this book is so different than everything else from before. But I feel like it's just this perfect combination of the strength that she's learned from being Aelin and bringing that into Shalena's character. And it has been so cool to watch. Well, and in this book, they're they're definitely and definitively two completely separate and different characters. Correct. Yeah. And I, I loved that. And I loved being able to see her switch back and forth between the two. I loved her, her like introspective pieces where she's like, oh, you know, I'm only going to have to do this however many more times. And, you know, like talking herself through mm-hmm. that process and having so much control over herself and her emotions and stuff like 
Aelin's a badass bitch. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, uh, I'm finally getting to that realization and seeing her come back and kind of wrap up a lot of loose ends for her and her court. I have yeah. to say, though, it is a little alarming how many at the, at at the end of chapter 47 with the last few words exactly how many loose ends in Rifthold get tied up right now um we still have uh like what half a book and then one two three books left where the yeah. fuck do we gotta go <laughs> well, i have some ideas I do too. I can't wait till we get to talk to about predictions later. Yeah, I run it down, but that's it's a little alarming because I'm like, well, wait, 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 what, why, 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 we do, why we do this? <laughs> hold, hold on, <laughs> I see, I see what you're doing. Stop wrapping this all up because I know that bad things are going to happen if there's opportunity and all these other things are already. There's done. more coming. Oh no! <laughs> saying it gets better later. I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's gonna be good, but mm. I feel like we're on, we're going up on a roller coaster. You know, like maybe the first two or so books, like you're waiting in line and you're like, oh, I heard this ride is like really good. Like, okay, cool. Whenever we get mm-hmm. there, and then you're slowly chugging up, and I feel like we're at this point where we haven't hit our downward. We haven't actually started no. the ride. We're still going up on the roller coaster. Yeah, we like. haven't crested yet. Yeah, we are. We are getting there. Uh, probably a little too quickly. I'm a little scared. You know what I was not prepared for? What's that? Was all of the fucking names that she got. Mm. <sighs> Listen. <laughs> Selena I, Gomez needs to just get a handle on this shit. Like, beloved of Mala Lightbringer, <laughs> Queen of Terracin, Aelin of the Wildfire, and my personal favorite, uh, Fire Breathing Bitch Queen. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> that was a good one. That one is a good one, yeah. But we also had where I she have to write all these down. She gave. She I called herself Ansel of Briarcliff at one point. She did, yeah. Well, of course, gotta throw it back. I was to like, I wonder if that means the Ansel. <laughs> I wonder if that means the Ansel's gonna come back at some point and be like, I heard you use my name, bitch. <laughs> the fuck's that about man come back but i don't think i don't think it'd be related to that she might i don't think she'll hear about it but i do think she will come back oh and she also called herself hensel cormac yeah so there was that catch that one yep i i i well, started just fair, you know really giving that. them yeah i i started color coding them because <laughs> i'm like motherfucker let's see you if there's anybody such else a funny game to play what's that Take you a shot that, for every name that she. No, you remember that Guess Who game where you flip down the. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If we did that with all of Selena Gomez's names. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Do they we look just like made a, a bitch? No. Put down Selena. <laughs> oh. If we made it into a drinking game, we'd probably drown. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would true. have to be about drinking water. <laughs> oh, and didn't oh, she have? No, an... I want to make a T-shirt with those "Hello, my name is" stickers, I and then just yeah. have a whole bunch of them. <laughs> the band idea that you guys had once upon a time to do like yeah. a concert T-shirt with all her names. Oh my god! And didn't she have another name when she was standing in line to get in the castle as the dancer? Yeah, there was another name. Uh, did I catch that? Or I don't think I. I didn't catch it. But I think she had another one on the list. 
Besides the uh, exuberant amount of names, do you guys have a standout? I know there's so much in this section to talk about. Could you pick favorites? Least favorites? <laughs> I feel no like favorites. Just so many good I ones. Yes. yes. I will say one of the ones that I fucking loved, because we talked about this a little bit right before recording, is really early on. <laughs> this is page 23 in the scriptures. Yes. That should be chapter three. Yes. <laughs> and both Cuttlefish and I just fell for this manipulative-ass, oh, evil-ass, walking red flag line. <laughs> Assassin daddy, take yes. me home! Yes, Arabin continued to pin her with that lover's gaze. Nothing is without a price. Tell me what I must do to atone. Tell me to crawl over hot coals, to sleep on a bed of nails, to carve up my flesh. Say the word and it's done. Let me care for you as I once did, before the madness poisoned my heart. Punish me, torture me, wreck me, but let me help you. Do this small thing for me, and let me lay the world at your feet. I was like, well, I... Uh, honey, I need you to listen. Uh, I'm just going to write this on cue cards. <laughs> the next time I want you to apologize, you know I want you I to of... repeat these words. I know. I just thought of that TikTok audio. Which one? The one that's like, that'll make your pussy throb. <laughs> oh, sorry. What? Yo, How many margaritas do I have to I have it to get back? It's one margarita... I'm all yeah. Legs, oh. So there's that. This is a different one. That's a different audio, but yeah, mm, I see. I see. So uh, well, when <laughs> hearing you read it now, uh, uh, having finished part one, this whole section is like very. If I had to come up with a sensation, I would say my skin feels sticky, mm. not in a good way. <laughs> no, like no. hating every second of it. Mm. That's what this feels like. But when I read it, I apparently marked it. <laughs> and I it's said, iconic. okay, but why is this hot, though? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes. Two yes. days ago, me was in your corner. <laughs> yes. It's just Listen. too good of a line. Like, you know Arben's a fucking liar. You know he's a manipulator. You know he knows how to... Words are one of his weapons. We know that. Selena says it all the time. We get it. But, like, dude, why is he hot? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Assassin daddy for real. Listen, the amount of submission my husband would get from me, <laughs> just in everything, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. What do you want me to do? I'll make you a sandwich right now. Is that <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I promise right now. Like, let's go. Like, Jesus. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Lay the world at my feet. I don't know if if my husband said that to me, I would ask him if he was what he was smoking. I'd be well, like, "Are you on crack? What is mm-hmm. wrong with you?" I'd be like, "Well, <laughs> why are you apologizing like that? What? What? How badly did you fuck up to lead with that?" Listen, <laughs> I I cannot wait to be able to compare it to Rowan's apology. Does Rowan need to apologize? Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Let's get let's why? Just right into it. Yeah. He, he he couldn't just express his feelings. He had to kind of explode a little. So like, yeah. dude, just chill out and just be like, you know, I'm going to set a boundary. And that's I, it. Like, you didn't need to go. Because he oh had not previously set the boundary. Yeah. So you can't get mad at her for, for crossing a boundary that you have not yet in, set. Why in he fact, mad at her? He wasn't mad at her. He was. He was, he like, was oh. upset with her. No. And in fact, I would venture to say that he was the first one that crossed that boundary and many worse ones 
when he picked her up from her bed and took her to his and said, this is your room now. You're you sleep next to me. And she had no say in that. I mean, I would have been okay with it, too. But (laughs) that is not the point. Okay. They're mates. We know that. They are. They have to be. But also, they really do. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's it's hard to say because then, like sometimes, like <laughs> well, yeah, like, but let me. I'm not wearing any panties, and he's like, "That's hot." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "All right, so I think you have a crush," and he's like, "Don't fucking touch me." Iconic. <laughs> he's such a tease. <laughs> <sighs> I hate. I hate teases. I fucking love Roman. That's me. So I get it's. It's very. Well, it will. It'll never work between us. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a whole problem. I was very happy that they gave an explanation uh, in the description on page forty-three at the very top. I grabbed Fleafoot. Uh, yeah, he said after a moment of silence, and and then they said that he's in a country house in the foothills outside the city. I love that she gave us an explanation of where he is. How she, however, my problem with this is when I was a kid. My pet died. They told me they went to go live on a farm in the countryside, and that is apparently where Fleetfoot is. Your PTSD really, is kicking in. I'm really hoping that Carol, not Carol, Carol, be a bitch. Carol, be Karen. Yeah. We gotta talk and, about that too. And I hope that Fleetfoot is safe from Carol Karening. I mean, he's not. Or the dogs somewhere else right so on a farm in the countryside perhaps presumably where all of my childhood pets are <laughs> all of them oh they're all God. together with flea foot <laughs> the same farm <laughs> i do think we need to talk about this carol carrying yes because this first conversation that they have together that actually kind of goes on for several for several pages and they kind of have this Argument back and forth, and, and maybe even the first couple of I conversations. Would say the entire book. <laughs> the I entire reading. Sure. It's so interesting to me that, you know, Kale, he, he has no idea what he wants. He has no idea really where his allegiances lie past Dorian. And I think he's just clinging to that so deeply that he can't see past his own prejudice. Would you guys agree that that's kind of where Kale's at in general? I disagree. Yeah. I think, I think Carol, Karen, Carol knows exactly what he wants. I think that he wants to have everything go back to the status quo. I think he wants to put Selena Gomez in a little box and I think that he wants uh, magic to stay gone and humans to be, you know, like whatever. Oh, and that. then just have everybody not be as big of a dick. I mean, maybe we could overthrow the king and put Dorian on the on the throne. And like, that's cool. But like, get rid of the bad guys. But like the evil bad guys, not like the regular bad guys. They're fine. <laughs> So he just kind of wants everybody to fit into a small little box that he could put on the shelf and then just have everything be happy and and not super excitable. He is the nice guy right now, not getting what he wants. 
So whenever they're all like, it's not men. No, but it's certainly you right now. I don't know. I guess I can't judge him too harshly on the magic thing. I think he should be more clear and communicate this fear and this concern. Um, Because obviously these Fae don't get to decide who they are. They don't get to decide like a magical inclination or not. So I think it's fucked up to judge on that point. But I do understand the rationale of are you going to create, like it's very possible to establish a really toxic power dynamic either way, right? But where Kale is like, hey, we're all normal. What is your plan for humans? Like you've you've said multiple times that I know you as a very impulsive and violent person, and you have told me you'll burn down the whole city. And I'm a little concerned for the thousands of innocent lives. And I think that's valid. I think she that's proved valid. that she wasn't gonna kill innocent people. She only killed people that deserved it. But that's like the extent of what she would establish, because I do think that he has that trust, or he would never fucking have told her how to free magic in the first place, right? That wouldn't have been even, you know, I know he worked up to that point, but I don't think he would have if he truly thought that. But there is something to be said about revenge. Humans are mostly defenseless against fairies, and they have been, unfortunately, fucking slaughtered and, and had their people destroyed and this and all that. Not saying that's great. I think that's the worst thing ever. But, you know, he is thinking, are you going <coughs> to lose some type of retribution? Well, now, I think... Now, if you say that to her, it'd be a little bit better. What I think is happening in his character arc, I think we're in the middle of his transition. And... I think it's this book and the previous book combined and potentially the second half of this one. And I think what we're seeing it, I, I really have a feeling that Kale in the future books is going to be a completely different character and that we're going to grow to love him again. Because I, right now he is being, he's giving off very Tamlin energy, but you know who he reminds me? He reminds me of Commander Norrington from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, right? In the beginning, he's very, like, lawful, good, almost to, like, the bad part. <laughs> like, almost to a fault. And then he ha- he has this fall from grace, right? And through his own choices and the, you know, and he loses himself because he wrapped himself up into this identity. The identity is taken from him via his consequences. Mm-hmm. And now he just has to put the pieces back together and then the arc will finish and then he will have grown and then he's somewhere in between and, and, and stuff. And he's not like this lawful good character anymore. And I feel like Kale is in the middle of a very similar character arc to that. And I, I just have a feeling mm-hmm. that like he's going to end up being one of the most beloved characters of the series. I don't know. I struggle with if Carol is deserving of an arc uh, redemption. Because he made me so upset. He's spaghetti. I... What's so bad that he did that's not deserving of a redemption arc? Breathing. Um, oh my god! <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he no, did just that. Uh, every single time this dipshit opens his mouth or thinks, but he <laughs> knows. Like one that I tagged is uh, page one twenty two, which is just at the very beginning of chapter fourteen. Now, obviously, Kale's a fucking asshole, right? He's been yeah. a bitch mm. the whole time, but. The way that it goes from 
hey, uh, if you kill Dorian, make sure those bastards, like, down there find Adian, because he's, like, threatening her, like, please don't kill my friend. You know, that's a whole thing. And then she almost kills him. So, like, you know, probably a, a fear to have. But, you know, she responds, and girl boss Aelin sets a boundary. She said, first of all, you bring my cord into this scale. I don't care what you were to me, <laughs> what you've done to help me betray me, you hurt them, I don't care how long it takes, how far you go, I'll burn you and your goddamn kingdom to ash, and you'll learn just how much of a monster I can be. And he's like, ooh, too far. Too far. Like, yeah. he knows he fucked up. He's not doing these things out of, like, he's yeah. on survival mode hardcore. Mm-hmm. And he's almost he Nesta-like. No. Yeah, I can see that. He's got a very Nesta way of dealing with the things that are bothering him. I also get the feeling that he's not a character that is used to having to really put himself in a position to truly go through and work through really complicated and complex emotion. Mm -hmm. And he's having to do a lot of emotional work in the last yeah. couple of months of this storyline. And it's, I feel like he's struggling and I think that's why Nezrin is such a key character here too, mm -hmm. because she's almost like his conscious, you yeah. know, like she's almost acting as that piece of him and he's playing off of that. And, you know, I would even say that the imagery of the two of them together and having their little, you know, sex capades and, mm -hmm. In the previous, I almost feel like that's him kind of metaphorically dancing with that part of himself. He's in his Selena arc. Yeah. Like as much as we maybe didn't think Kale and Selena were endgame, they had a lot of similarities as people. And both of these people are people who are, when they're pushed into a corner or perceive that they are threatened in some way, whether it be emotionally, physically, whatever, they lash out. They don't care yeah. what price they have. They will dig <clears> on <throat> the deepest level. That's why he says things like that and then immediately regrets it. He doesn't mean it that like he would yeah. tell them where Adian is. He would never fucking do that. Kale would never do that. But he does that because he is so on high alert and he's so in like abandonment mode. And so yeah. all of these things are a problem to him. So he lashes out. And that's where Aelin has grown in that one scene. Aelin sets a boundary. She's like, first of all, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Don't talk about my, my court ever again. And he's like, okay, too far. Because... These two had never set boundaries really effectively in yeah. their relationship. And there were similarities that brought them together in the first place. You know? And furthermore, to add to what you're saying about Aelin have, having grown in their relationship and how I think at one point it was a crutch for them both mm -hmm. in a time when they needed it. At the end of chapter 7 on page 62, Aelin is talking and she says that she could forgive the girl who needed a captain of the guard to offer stability after a year in hell. Forgive the girl who had needed a captain to be her champion. But she was her own champion now, and she would not add another name of her beloved dead to her flesh. And I think that speaks volumes right there. You know, they leaned on each other. They needed one another. But now we're moving on in her storyline, and he kind of got left behind. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and she was just like, here's a bomb. Peace out. Uh, I'll see you in a couple of months. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he was, he's basically just been trying to put in all this emotional work on his struggling. You know, he's, he's doing the best he can, but I don't think he, he really knows himself yet. Yeah. And there's no time to really do that work. If you're like trying to save lives and lead a rebel 
uprising mm-hmm. and shit. So what I'm hearing is you're saying he's worthy because he's basically a emotionally malformed dude bro using his bestie Nessie to do his emotional labor for him and that's okay? No, we're saying that every character in this series, whether it's people who've gone through fast changes like Selena or Nesta or Eris or whoever it is, that all people are worthy of being seen for their potential. And the fact that he is going through this at this time, I don't think he is using Nesserin like that. I think that's more of something for the reader. Um, I yeah, think that's yeah, more yeah, yeah. for us as characters. And I think that it's the same thing. I mean, if you want to say that, you know, the same thing about Selena and Rowan, you could. Yeah. Uh, Selena Gomez was an absolute tool. <laughs> and Broin was a bitch. And sure. then you could flip them around and uh, Broin was a tool and Selena Gomez was a bitch. And then they weren't. And then I'm happy with them. So maybe the problem so is... Maybe we are. <laughs> <that> <laughs> I, maybe the problem is that I very hard on the character. Some, a chance. You, I don't we've appreciate We've given Selena them. five books. We can't give Kale another fucking two, bro? Come on. Yeah. I mean, I didn't That's want to I'm give saying. Tamlin a paragraph, and y'all are cool <laughs> with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying I think we should cut Kale some slack. He's been kind of rude, but I think that's about it. He hasn't really made any definitively that I think have kept him from e- even still being a character that we should admire in some form. Other than being a jerk and having some, you know, some thoughts that maybe we don't agree with regarding like magic and not magic and whatever. Kale is a character that hasn't even made a decision really anywhere that would give us cause to not still hold him like in a beloved state. He has some complicated emotions and, and opinions, especially regarding magic and all of that. Yeah. Um, but he has not made any decisions definitively to be problematic. He has voiced some concerns and, and valid or invalid either way. You know, it's he actually did make a decision regarding that, though. And he went ahead and he told her how to bring magic back, mm-hmm. which was counterproductive to his concerns. Right. So, I mean, even then, he's still siding with what we would agree as like the right thing to do and struggling with that opinion in himself. So I think we're just seeing his inner struggle Mm -hmm. where outwardly the other characters aren't necessarily seeing it, but I think that's because he do a good job, does not do a good job communicating. Yeah. I think part of the reason that people would dislike Kale at this point is we are privy to every thought he has, every conversation as he's trying to make up his mind about, we're going to go X, Y, Z with this. Or, or what if Aelin does this? Like, he is having these thoughts. And I think they're valid thoughts as, like, a human being who's trying to survive. Um, yeah. And I don't agree with his prejudices. I don't agree with a lot of the way that he's acting. But I think part of the flaw is... Not not so much the flaw. I think Sarah does this on purpose. Um, but showing us exactly where his mind is at and those contradictions that exist within himself that, you're right, he hasn't made decisions on. But every actual quantifiable action... He Okay, he's sacrificing, you know, his time and potentially his life every night. He's in the sewers. Smells gross. <laughs> he's saving people's lives. He right. helped Adian from the beginning. He helped Ren. He helped build up 
Aelin's like original court. court. He yep. is the one that gave up his entire life and freedom to get her out of there in the first place to cause this twice. arc twice. <laughs> so he, I think when you actually look at his actions, yeah, sure. Is Kale a little fucking bitch? Yeah, he's fucking yeah. rude and he's fucking, he's fucking being childish with, with his behaviors and this whole like jealousy with the Rowan. Oh, you didn't, you didn't mention the war, their fae prince was so handsome. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Kale. Like you're a little bitch. But at the same time, when you actually look at his actions and you take away all of his thoughts of things that haven't occurred yet, I do think, yeah, he's still, he's still a good character. But we're just all right. Well, if you're gonna focus on the things that he did and not said, then fine. (laughs) Okay. Listen, if he like fucks up in the next couple chapters and he stabs Elena, yeah, then he's dead to me, and I'll set him on fire myself. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I don't know why I'm so unforgiving with book characters. I'm like, you do one thing wrong, I will go full scorched earth and burn your ass to the ground. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Let's go with that. There's another character that got an amazing twist to their story who I, up to this point, fucking despise. I fucking told you so. Go ahead. Lysandra. Uh, oh my god, I love her. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I did get her a bit spoiled for me because oh I was on the internet and I was like, no, yeah. <sighs> bro. She's so good. There was a couple of pieces to this little story plot line that I fucking loved. First was on page 119 and it was, it's just, it's such a small little tiny detail, but for me, it, it really made me stop. I had to stop reading for a second and I had to be like, oh, because Lysander's saying, oh, thank the gods. Now I can talk to someone about clothes without being asked how so-and-so would approve of it or gobble down a box of chocolates without someone telling me. I'd be better off watching my figure. Tell me you like chocolates. You do, right? Mm-hmm. Remembering stealing a box from your room once. They oh were, my God. <laughs> while you were out killing someone. Keep they were delicious. <laughs> I, I know it's such a small, almost like throwaway little piece. But, you know, Aylin had even said that she had desperately missed being friends, like with another woman. Mm-hmm. And... As a woman, I know what that camaraderie can feel like. Mm -hmm. And I can only imagine that Aelin has felt so lonely (laughs) in that particular area without that. And especially after having been betrayed by both of them in their own (laughs) rights. Right. uh, And having them both crash and burn. (laughs) Right. And it was just so cute to me that like. They had this tension, and then it was just decided, oh, my God, we're just going to be friends. And it's like, oh, thank God. Okay, now we can talk about clothes. <laughs> and it was so cute because it, it kind of reminded me of how we became friends. Because there's always that weird, like, difficult, like, oh, my God, can we be friends? I don't know. Like, are we allowed yeah. to be friends? Can we? Be- <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> it's almost like asking someone out when you're in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we, like, go out? <laughs> right? It is. <laughs> Stardew Valley sometime. <laughs> but then it's like the first thing that they, you know, that was excited was just like that I can be this other version of myself. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, I love that for you guys. That's so cute. Because now we know after reading Assassin's Blade how much of a big piece of Aelin that is. Yes. 
100%. Did you guys have it marked whenever we find out that she's the shapeshifter, what page that is? I do. I was also just going to point out on page 120, it says, you and I are nothing but wild beasts wearing human skins. Don't even try to deny it. <laughs> and I didn't realize what that meant until later, of course. But I was just like, oh, my God, they're bonding. It's so cute. <laughs> yes. I tagged it and said, I love this newfound female friendship. Yeah, I, yes. I related to the um, the beasts and human skin thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> first of all, like even I being know. a non-binary person, I would say like there's pros and cons. I wouldn't. Say, I'm not ever gonna say I have a preference. I have a lot of male friends. I have a lot of female friends. I have a lot of trans friends. I've got a. I've got a. You know, a diverse crew. But there is something special about that safety in femininity and that safety in expression that is typically more found in a friendship between maybe two afab people and it was it was really nice to read and i feel like i love who she brings out in aelin like the moment i tagged the scene of her apologizing of like hey i was a selfish ass kid i didn't know like i didn't i didn't step outside of my own life and think that you had also been in this situation lysandra and like not chosen to be here i hated you for a lot of reasons but didn't give any credit to the fact that you were just like me. You were just left on another doorstep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then to find out what Lysandra did for the little girl. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh my God. Now I have to fucking, <laughs> I have to fucking love you now. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> well, Lysandra is everything. Also, how convenient to be a shapeshifter and be shapeshifting into a more beautiful person. And then you get stuck like that iconic <laughs> i <laughs> thought that was sad <laughs> yeah i it was sad, sad that she's like i have no fucking idea what i look like anymore that's fucking terrifying and sad but also like how convenient <laughs> well but i think that's also like a really good metaphor yeah you know for her not even if you take it past skin deep like she doesn't even know who she was her whole entire life completely changed and not necessarily for the better on some parts. On most parts. Mm-hmm. Did I have no idea what page it is. But there was a part where she was talking. And I'm pretty sure it's whenever they find out that she's a shapeshifter. Um, I love that Rowan's just like, sniff, sniff. So. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <His Damn. nose laughs> is a tea spiller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember where it was. But there was a part in the book where Lysandra was talking, and I think she's the only character that's been in the book that I've actually called them by their real name, and I don't think I renamed them. There's no good nickname, (laughs) I guess. But she was talking, and Selena Gomez was just kind of staring at her and was saying that she had to separate Nehemia from Lysandra. Oh, yeah. And it took me a minute, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're a shapeshifter. Does that mean they're the same person? <laughs> so I was like, hold on. This is some conspiracy theory shit right here. Hold on. Were they the same friend? <laughs> I would be cool, but I guess we saw Anemia's spirit in the dead talk to her. Yeah, so it would be yeah, pretty man. fucking hard to pull it off. Semantics. I mean, it's fine. Bring everybody back. <laughs> Fuck it. Get the word stones and word keys and shit and fucking bring back Sam and bring back... Sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, did you guys catch in our scriptures page 187 at the very top? Yes. You just said yes. You- I have my book literally open to that exact page as we speak. One thing that I tagged in the middle was 
Uh, whenever they said never, he said, I could never be ashamed of you. Right. I was like, oh, hearts, exact opposite of Carol. <laughs> I, I did just a little bit further down. I thought this was really powerful. Whatever you had to do to survive, whatever you did from spite or rage or selfishness, I don't give a damn. You're here and you're perfect. You always were and you always will. Mm -hmm. I take yeah. that exact line. It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. I want somebody thought Lizzie, you guys are you guys. always perfect and you always have been. <laughs> there are so many times reading this, I wanted to text you guys and be like, I just want to let you know that I'm on your side. I think you're amazing. If I was a queen, you would be my right and left hand. <laughs> but, but what I really wanted to draw to your attention is that the van tippity top she couldn't explain it no one could understand that instant bond instant bond mm -hmm. do you think maybe we might be getting some sort of a hint oh it's gotta be rowan i mean i at this point i'd almost prefer it to be adian that's soul bit. deep assurance and rightness well she's talking about adian at this point I right know. yeah yeah they're not bound well, I think they will. They, they are. She says that there's an instant bond. <laughs> Not in the same way. Blue says they prefer it in some ways. A little bit. Well, okay. You would prefer her with her I cousin? I would prefer it Rowan's to be a white also shoes. related to her. They're all related to her besides Carol. And he's being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so he's being uh, Karen. You know what? I, You're right. <laughs> daddy assass assassin daddy. You know, you're the one. No, you mean he's the related dead one? to death now. <laughs> he um, got his wings, so to speak. All of Selena Gomez's father figures and mother figures are peaced out. Yeah, not great. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, there's something charming about Adian. Like, I almost wonder if I was in that universe, if that would be the person that I would go towards. Personally. I would want a wide choose with both him and Broen. He I reminds like me so much of Cassian. Adian? That's why I would I would want both as and Cassian. <laughs> why would you make me choose? Yeah. If there's a race, I want him too. I'll just be greedy enough to take all the bad boys and the blood bonds. And I hate that they were fighting over that. I was like, you little bitches. It's inevitable though. <sighs> I know. Them fighting about that. Like there's just there's just no way because it's territorial oh. fey bullshit, as she calls it. But also, what about the fact that he's Gavriel's son? Bro, Dude. that was nuts. If he can turn into a kitty, I'm done. What if he has powers and they need to be unlocked or something? They bro, get him oh, out here. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. If he can turn into a kitty as well, and then he, when he, oh my god. When he was a kid, that means he can turn into a kitten. Oh my god, I'm dying. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Does that mean Rowan, if he turned as a kid, he was a little birdie? Just a little baby bird? <laughs> and just sitting there squeaking and squawking for his mommy to come with his little fluffy feathers. <laughs> It's all fluffed up. <laughs> Two of them were wolves. They were little puppies. I would like to think that that's how it is, yeah. And they're like the same age. But why? But what I don't understand. 
<laughs> oh my Purple's god! Just melting in the background. I know <laughs> she's melting. <laughs> what I understand is picturing like a big basket with like a little kitty. The world's like, the most two deadliest. Little, <laughs> two little puppies, and like a little, and they're all just playing together and napping. Like sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm, t- I'm scared to start talking because purple's still melting. Hey, man, sometimes you gotta. I need a minute. I'm just. <laughs> so here's I have a couple of questions where I feel like there might be potential plot holes. And I wanted you guys. Uh, one of them has to do with him and his lineage. So she had said at one point or it was alluded to. And I, I can't remember where that he may not age. Mm-hmm. So. He's older than Selena. Yes. And Selena has the ability to shapeshift. So that would potentially mean, correct me if I'm wrong, it's possible for Selena to also be in that same boat. Of not aging? Mm-hmm. But they haven't brought it up yet. Well, in her fae form, I'd assume. Her human form would have to age, right? But her I don't form, know. I don't think... Well, well, I mean, they age, but not really at the same rate as anything else. I I, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what that looks like. Oh, Does that mean that he could have been a kitten for longer? Because here's the thing, though. But Rowan, part of Rowan's Rowan's like big pissy mood thing is is that she might get old while he doesn't. So why have they not acknowledged that it's still possible that she not get older? I think they were operating under the assumption that they could never free magic. So maybe as long as that, because even, even Manon is aging because of this decision with magic, right? Like they're physically aging. So I, I think a lot of people have accepted that as like the new normal. If I remember right, that was before we got to the point of, oh, we're going to, we're going to free magic. And this is how we're going to do it. Right. It's going to happen. Right. So I think it's more in relation of operating under the assumption that that will continue because the magic is maybe what's keeping them from that. And Adian knows the plan of that. We're going to free magic. So that, that's kind of what I assumed. Okay. My other question is this whole thing with, with magic, right? I'm, so I'm, I'm glad we're there. Yeah. I'm just a little confused. There's just some inconsistencies. Dorian has magic. We have mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. his magic work. Magic doesn't work. Dorian has magic. We've seen it in a land where magic won't work. Maybe he's special. However, Rowan, magic is gone. Uh-huh. Selena slash Aelin, magic is gone. Mm-hmm. Adian, magic is gone. Manon, <clears throat> magic is gone. The king's weird bullshit, mm-hmm. which you want to call it magic, you want to call it something else, I don't know. Do what you do. Okay. Dorian. And then Baba Yellowleg's magic still worked? No, that was also gone. She, oh, well, not whenever had, like, she was... Magic-ish stuff, like magic adjacent, and that was because it was in the stones that she had in her Dumaflachi. And then um, the king, he doesn't have, like, he's not using magic. He's using, like, runes and super old school shit. Like, he, he went back to old school before new school. Oh, why actually. does Dorian's magic, magic, magic And Dorian's magic magics because it's formless. 
formless could be a thing. I kind of took it under the assumption of the king had kind of always, in whether it was consensual or not, imagined Dorian at his side, so to speak, um, in operating a certain type of way. I assumed that, like, when you're casting a spell, he wasn't casting it and the spell's not meant to affect him, and he's the one casting it, so I'm assuming you could have some, like, discrepancies there. You know, because he's so, not like, casting the spell on himself, he's line. projecting it, I guess, if that makes sense. So, like, I would imagine that their other son, if he has abilities, because he's also waiting to see if they even have abilities at all, so he would purposely not want to block it, because he says to Dorian, you know, just waiting to see, you know, if you had it or not. So I would assume that the other son could also potentially use magic. Would really suck if he's a little sociopath. Yeah, yeah. so you see where I'm just like a little... Like I feel yeah. like there was some inconsistencies that we hadn't Maybe that's one of through. the unanswered questions, though, that, that once magic is free, maybe we'll get some more answers. Maybe Dorian will come mm. back. Maybe. Could be cool. Mm. I don't know. One thing I back. thought had some inconsistencies was... The witches and how they reproduce. I mean, obviously not how they reproduce, but like, like how this chick, um, Elsie or whatever her name is. Elite. Uh, yeah, it's Elsie. Um, right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> 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 um, so Elsie has witch blood in her. Mm-hmm. And she's a chick, mm-hmm. identifies as a female. So she would be a witchling, but she's not a witchling. She just has witch blood. But they said previously that whenever witches procreate and offspring is produced, it's always female and it's always a witch. So if a witch has a baby and the baby is a witch, how can it not be a witch? And give witch blood, but it not be a witch. Because she hadn't had her first menstrual cycle before magic had stopped. Because the powers only set in post when your menstrual cycle is. And if Elite is 18, she would have been 8. Now, granted, there are 8-year-olds that have periods, by all means. But, I mean, it's usually a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But they said that that her mom was not a witch. And it's only a drop of witch blood that's in her. I thought that they could have boys or girls, but only the girls became witches. And that no, the boys they said were somehow that they were mortal. always female. They said that, and I, I tagged it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, they mentioned oh, it being a gift of So somebody. that's how it works. And then they they proceed to be like, okay, well, now you've got it, but not really. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait. So, what? <laughs> I want, I want well, her. Like me face stuff? Oh, maybe. Like how there are fairies with less fey bloodline, so they're not as quote unquote powerful, but that's a whole thing. Because she could have had, like, maybe her grandma was a witch, and then, like, her kid was like, I don't want to be a fucking witch, bye. Well, that's what it sounded like was that they were getting at was that her grandma was a witch, but if her grandma was a witch and she gave birth to her mom, and her mom would be a witch, but her mom's not a witch. Oh, uh, what? No well, sense. I took witches like, oh, like a race. Yeah, 
What if her? What if she's not? What if she's a Crokin descendant? I think would they have tasted that in her blood? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. She could be. Were Crokin still having the iron teeth and shit? We haven't no. heard really anything no. about them, have we? No, the iron teeth or whatever lot. came from the Volg um, fave. Coupling, but that's where all whatever. the witches came from, isn't it? Well, no. the Crokins have more of the Fae ancestry. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They said that. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I just was like, wait, if one plus one is two, <laughs> <laughs> two plus one should be three. How did we get point five? I don't. I almost want her to be one of the Crokin witches because I want her to help Manon change the iron teeth people to not be themselves terrible yeah <laughs> uh, does that make us like carol because we're wanting to put them in little boxes where they're not themselves goofy no she's even starting to question it and change that's why she's like do you think monsters are made or born and she's and the lead said i think you're the one who needs answer that mm, I, I was it. like damn <laughs> did you guys catch the bloody ribbons on page 250 oh of course start of 29 it's in the first sentence she finally gave us one not nearly as many as i thought there were going to be in this series she saved them all for akatar that's really what happened yeah yeah so with and we got watery bells a lead reveal, <laughs> we did get one the whole Adian reveal with his father with Lysandra. Do you guys have a scene like that you could pinpoint that surprised you the most? Yeah, I. It leads to another question of an inconsistency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Adian wore the ring. The ring didn't affect him, right? Because he made a replica. No. Yes. Adian. Yeah. 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 It said that mm-hmm. he had a he replica made. It. He smelled it. It smelled wrong. So he had a replica made. He chucked his in the water. And then he wore the fake one. And the king was like, oh, I was wondering about that. Uh, oh, I thought it didn't affect him because he was parfait. Mm-mm. You just made a new one. New style. All right. New well, style never drops. mind. Well, never mind. <laughs> My inconsistency no longer holds. <laughs> I yield. Um, but when he slapped that ring, bro, no. Oh, I, know. Uh, I was, yeah. And then I was like, that can't, that cannot be how this goes. Yeah. I texted you guys. I was like, oh, no, he did it. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. I would say the thing that surprised me the most is just because I was like, oh, I didn't know we were going there. It's getting a little dark. Um, is the scene where Manon has to pick a group of witches to be inseminated, kind of, (laughs) by the Vogue demon things. Yeah. It's not an actual procreation. They put a stone inside of them, and that allows them to enter. Not wait, great. that's not how you that's not how you've always done it. You know, um now I have a lot of questions. <laughs> it's just it's just... very dark. It's like a forced breeding farm thing. It it's just very interesting to see how dark that Sarah J. Mass is willing to go. Especially with that whole plot line is very dark. 
Um, I know Sarah J. Mass has said before that she has not wanted to market her books as long as she did as a young adult. And she was like very much like, no, her publishers were like, you have to. <laughs> and I'm like, this is where it makes sense. Because what do you mean? What do you mean? There's a, a witch breeding farm. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? Mm. They don't get a choice of leaving. What do you mean? <laughs> it's very. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I like the direction the story's going. It's still really good. But that was like, holy shit. The Gabriel stuff was crazy. I didn't expect that at all. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, it was a little dark, a little darker than I thought it would be. I didn't even know his um, family history was in question. And then they're like, wait, who's your dad? And I was like, we don't is know. Dad? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I knew this all along. Yes. <laughs> I like I was on a soap opera. It's <laughs> my evil twin from another oh dimension. <laughs> um. What really surprised me the most was at the end of the section, at the end of the section, whenever uh, Selena Gomez is tying up all of the loose ends and Mm -hmm. basically drawing a map (laughs) for everybody to what the fuck's been going on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I'm like, no, (gasps) really? Oh my God. Because normally I'm really, really good. And I excel at seeing, like seeing things happen, like, Getting the patterns and being like, all right, that, this one. I watched a movie earlier with, with Dude Man Thing. And Your within husband? the first, yep, within the first two minutes, I was like, she's a bad guy. And he was like, the fuck is this? I was like, no, no, she's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, this is the bad guy. I'm like, no, 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 no. Scapegoat, bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then it came and he, he was like, the fuck are you doing? You've seen this before. It's like, nope. <laughs> But I could not fucking do any of that in this book. She she just was rolling out these like, yeah, and I did this and it was this and it was this and it was this. And I've been planning this all along. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like I planned. And I was like, <gasps> mm-hmm. it's really nice to be able to to go to a book world that I don't have all of those superpowers. <laughs> no, yeah. I have all of those adventures laid out for me in my brain, like that I can guess. Sure. You know, this is how it is. That's why I have such a hard time with mystery books. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, ah, nope. This guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, so the next 300 pages is boring. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I already know what the thing is. Yeah. Um, I know we're not talking about it, but that's that's why I really like the Zodiac Academy books. Mm-hmm. Because when as I was reading those, I was like, the fuck is this? The fuck is that? Mm-hmm. What the fuck's going on? Because I feel like they were writing it as they went. And they were like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Let's make it work. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, I do not think that Sarah did that here. Um, and I just think it's just like it's very masterfully done. And I, I yeah. loved it. And I super appreciated it. Yeah. Whenever we're wrapping up that that little section, and I was like, Aelin <laughs> may not be good at solving puzzles, but she made damn sure that she explained her puzzle that she <laughs> created to everyone else. Girl boss. <laughs> Thank Maybe you. Selena was bad at puzzles. Aelin's not. <laughs> oh, right. That's right, 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 right. That's, that's how... Mm. One more surprise. Did you guys <laughs> notice when, when she let Rowan use her lavender soap? I 
the one she did didn't let Sam use. Also spoiled for me. And oh. she took <laughs> him to his, And she took him to his grave. Yeah. I and love he the put stone a, thing. And he put yeah. a stone on it. Oh, oh my god. I felt that later when she's like, yeah, I just feel the, the stone, you know, the phantom stones in my hand from earlier. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so sad, dude. I That's also why... found pictures, fan art of them at the, at the thing. And I was like, oh, but listen, this is why Broen is still my favorite fucking mm. character. <laughs> you know, like I have a, I have a couple of, uh, passages here so um one is this whole thing like minor details that happened with music Mm -hmm. right so you had fluorine basically like say you know whatever you want like i will move the world to be able to bring music to your i was like fuck yeah i like her i like her and then when real people when aelin shares that part of her and Rowan, this this immortal, legendary, fey, badass warrior, is just like warrior. Yeah, capital mu- W. <laughs> Music is super important, mm-hmm. and I loved that. And then when she shared this, he's like, "Where's the piano?" Yeah, you know, like not even not even a, not Why even are a question. We not doing this right now. <laughs> and then he cries when she plays it, and yeah. he immediately is like, "Oh my god, how did you do that? Teach me." Bring yeah. me into this thing that you like, this thing that is so important to you, this thing that is a piece of you that is so beautiful. I just want to be exposed to it. And I wanted to take the book and smack my husband on the fucking head. <laughs> They're like, why don't you want to see the things? That are- <laughs> Let me teach you how to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Read a damn um, book. <laughs> but then, you know, there's other pieces too that just go to show how much he really loves her. Mm-hmm. On page 284, he, it says, but Rowan smiled a bit. I'm glad she found a female friend. That's the first thing that he says about Lysandra. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he, he, it was nothing about him. It was nothing about Lysandra. It was nothing about the shapeshifter shit. It was nothing about the court. It was not, it was immediately like, I'm really happy for Aelin. Yeah. Because that's something that she needed. And I was yeah. like, I fucking love you. <laughs> and then at the bottom, it also shows like his intentions when Rowan was saying that they get to create their own like code and stuff. Yeah, and the he's, old ways. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and that whole piece with the two of them, I think, was good. Um, and, you know, he's he's just talking about how we're going to form the backbone of this court. We will shape and decide our own code. And um, I just was like, that's that's really cool but that they are that they understand how incredibly valuable and important they are, not only to. Aelin, but to the court and to the world that they're going to shape the entire country and that they're like, uh, and that they're going to work together and that they're going to be noble and proud. And I just was like, fuck yes, mm. <laughs> go inner circle. <laughs> Found family. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I like him a lot. He's probably not my favorite character of the section, though they had a lot of really good moments. Like, I loved watching uh, the scene where Aelin sees Rowan for the first time. Yeah, and she ripped And she's crying. Yeah. And all the moments of her, like, I only gave myself one day to miss him. I'm like, okay, queen, be real. Yeah, listen. Be for real. My, if I'm gone to the grocery store husband, and I run to my husband and he doesn't catch me like that, we're done. <laughs> it's a lot. Divorce. But I, I would say my favorite is Wesley. I know he really wasn't in this section as a physical character, but I was so touched by what Lysandra chooses to say about him. There's actually a section on 83, and I, and I fucking believe every word of this, because honestly, I don't really have a reason to distrust Lysandra anyway. But just Which is that, not a sentence I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> but she had kept that letter that he had written Selena for two years. So this is like the last bit of him to, you know, be around the world. But it, it fully tells her everything about what Arabin did, what he planned, what he asked Farron to do to Sam, which was a whole level of fucked up. Because that's also like, I want that, but. to read the letter. Right. I'm like, let me know what it says. But I love that it lists of like, he wanted you to know, he needed you to understand. He he tried to stop it. He did the best he could to avenge Sam. So he actually, you know, w- went about that route. And and he even went so far as he was planning to go to Endovier to get her out of there. Yeah. Which Arabin would have never fucking done. No. Uh, and he went to the Shadow Market. He found that layout of the mines. He got a map of them. And it's just like the most touching for someone that... Selena had always kind of written off her whole life and was like, oh, this guy would fucking kill me, like, whatever. And Wesley is out here. First of all, I'm going to kill the person that killed Sam, because we all love him. And also, I'm going to bust you out of jail. <laughs> the loyalty and the love there is so crazy. For a character that right. we didn't get a lot of time with, which I'm really sad about, but yeah. I, I was just really touched by him. Especially since the last thing that she did was punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a trap. Boom. <laughs> Imagine that being the last thing <laughs> that, Literally. That, that somebody does to you and then you just like go die for them. <laughs> I mean, hey, I would do it for you guys. So if I punch you in the face, you go die for me. I mean, not as a direct result, but our relationship has gotten to the point <laughs> where, <laughs> where, yes, that would be in the line of action. Oh, me too. Blue. <laughs> it's OK. You know, you, sometimes you just get a little grumpy. <laughs> you knock out it's your homies. All right, homies. so I can punch you in the face when I'm grumpy. Got it. Well, all right, Arbin. Oh, <laughs> very Arbin move there, dude. I hate that motherfucker. It's, yeah. Well, I was gonna ask um, you about your least favorite, but what's your favorite of this section first? If you Sandra, I think. I mean, Broin is is Broin. I do get down with the Broski, but Sandra is a Bamf. Mm-hmm. She's been hiding her brain this entire time. <sighs> and she leaves Arbin to fucking die out and choke on his own blood. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I just like the very fact that that he trusted her mm-hmm. so completely that he fucking slept in the bed next to her naked and did not move or stir when she moved. That not a thing you do when somebody is with you that you don't trust. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Mm-mm. And she just killed him. Like, no biggie. Yeah, because he drastically <sighs> underestimated her. Yes! Oh, yeah. But I think that that is 
a testament mm-hmm. to how much of a bamfy she is because of how expertly she hid herself. Yeah. And that is that is so like I'm I'm, I'm just like cool. <laughs> because you hid you hid your feelings (laughs) Mm -hmm. you hid your uh brain which that right there is very difficult Mm -hmm. when you're smart and cunning and you're around people that want to think that you are a vapid waste of space hiding that is so hard she hid all of her ideology she hid her fucking non-humanness her anger about him killing the love of her life. Her, yeah, her fucking relationship. Mm-hmm. She yeah, that. I was like, damn, girls, there anything that boy actually knew? Nope, nope. <laughs> That's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, very well done. Such a queen. I want her so bad to be like. Uh, in in Dragon Age, you got you got a, a spy master. I want her to be the spy master. Agreed. That could be cool. Yeah, I could see that. That would be so fucking epic. Especially if magic is <laughs> released and she could go back to whatever form she fucking wants. Oh, dude. Iconic. I just love that, like, when Aelin walked into the room, even she was beside herself was like, holy shit, what the fuck did you do to him? <laughs> she said, oh, it wasn't quick. Iconic. Oh, <laughs> How you are going to kill him, not massacre him, not redecorate <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I love I'm so that. glad he's gone. He's not my least favorite of this section, but in general, I mean, I'm so fucking glad he's gone. I hope he's actually gone. I mean, we know she cut off his head just to make sure. <laughs> so I'm pretty fucking sure after five minutes, <laughs> yeah, he's dead. That was an iconic move. Yeah. I, was like, I, wasn't sure. not, I was like, he's not dead. He's said, not dead. Fuck. That bitch ain't dead. <laughs> He's gonna come back, and then she just the head, and I'm like, never, never mind. Yeah. Mind, he's not mind. Yep, he's gone. Hard to fake that one. <laughs> That's what we call the double tap. See, <laughs> iconic. But my least favorite uh, is actually the Duke, Duke Parrington. Dude, mm-hmm. or I, actually, or is it the other one? It's the other guy for me. Here, my thing about the Duke is, I think about now. Obviously, what vernon is doing also is trash but i just think about how horrifying it is to be lady Coltane. Like oh she God, has yeah. consistently been abused we know in last books that mm. she is it's very much hinted at that she's being sexually assaulted this whole time yeah um, and that continues to be so because they point out like different like markings and stuff well it's just this one scar that keeps changing well, and no, there's also bruises. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And the fact the, that the guards, said, you know, have been yeah. letting him go down there. and Yeah. Know. And before they were taking turns passing around and stuff. Yeah. So there's, there's had to so stop much it. darkness that is surrounded around Lady Caltain's character and what she has had to go through right now, like through, throughout this whole thing. Because not only is she, has she been experimented on and assaulted and kept against her own will. She's like, everything about her is bad <laughs> right now. She is living in this eternal, demonic, like, darkness space. So she's going through, we never see her perspective, but we get a lot of chapters from 
Dorian's perspective of what it's like living inside or having that beast share a body with you and the horrific memories and the anger and the strife and the fear and it's just constant there's no reprieve everything is wrong you are a stranger in your own body remember everything bad that's ever happened to you on repeat loop forever and slowly forget who you are so Lady Caltaine not only is dealing with all of that she's also being assaulted used as a weapon like all of these things and I'm like bro Sarah Free her. <laughs> Bro, please. <laughs> Break. Bro, please. Like, she's been through enough. Like, I get I get that, like, she needs a redemption arc because she, like, tried to kill Selena. I'm not saying that that's not important. Maybe, no, she was manipulated into that, I think, a lot of the time. But whatever. But, like, maybe bro. Sarah got mad at her. She's paid her penance. <laughs> she's done. She's, please, let her live. Like, I, I, I think she'll end up, like, I do think she'll get free eventually and, and be a, an ally to Selena because of what she's, she's done for her. But, no, I think she's coming back. If Dorian can wow. come back, so can she. How do we know Dorian can come back? I, I, don't, I don't think we would still be getting chapters in this perspective if he was not going to come back. Personally. Again, I might not know, but that's just my one of my predictions. I already had it spoiled. <laughs> I did too. What the hell? On the accident. Stop guys, stop looking All at of my spoilers have been on accident. Glass, you scroll past. <laughs> Listen, I, I was working really hard on the on the Pinterest thingy and <laughs> there were just there was fan art and then now I get TikToks about all the things and I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean yes, but also no. Can you like wait a few months? Like you're just like not allowed to go on social media. <laughs> no, you're allowed. <laughs> Running the Pinterest page and doing that and via TikTok are the problem. And the Instagram <laughs> kind of hard when you're scamming. Scroll past when you see Throne of Glass. <laughs> I was literally building a Throne of Glass <laughs> board. <laughs> after. After only. <laughs> After after a year? <laughs> after all oh, the books. Man. I've only had a portion of it spoiled, though. Like a small portion. So I, I've I, had big portions. Oh. Then I've, you had, can stop. I've had a few big things spoiled. <laughs> no more predictions like, hey. for you. Yeah, no more predictions for I you. I have not been a douchebag and put them in the predictions. Calm your shit. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm I, not I, I am Purple's, not Carol. It's oh just like God. looking at the last book like, I predict that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will occur. <laughs> it's like cheating on a test. <laughs> oh, it's this one. Yeah, I, I just think her whole story is fucking terrifying. And it must be a fucking nightmare living in that body. Yeah. It makes me think that Sarah might have based Caltaine on somebody she didn't like in real life. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna put this person through hell. Maybe. Or it could be an extension of herself. Well, on that note, no, what do you no, think the theme terrible. is so far? Self punishment. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would say there's still the element of freedom, learning how to set a boundary, mm. how to start a war for dummies. Uh, uh, I think this one's really all about revenge. Yeah. Cutting some loose ties. I think, I think we're cleaning. Mm-hmm. Cleaning house. For the next act. Retribution. Well, there's a lot of people that need it. So hopefully that continues to be a theme. A reckoning. I would love it. Why I mean, Assassin Daddy had a reckoning. Here's the here's the question. Why doesn't she just use her old thing to go back into the castle? 
She she is. That's what she sent Lorcan to go do. <laughs> she basically tricked him and gave him a grocery list and was like, while you're out, honey, please. <laughs> that is iconic. Go run these errands for me. I love that. Yes. Oh, it kind of made me be like, damn, eh, I thought he was like a legendary dude that was like the best <laughs> of the best of the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's got him out her. here doing <laughs> she could run in her grocery list, mm-hmm. picking up her, her dry cleaning. Who even does dry cleaning? Not me. Clearly Lorcan. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I know we've made some predictions and, and we've had some questions so far, but any other unanswered questions? Anything that you think we're going to get in this book? Anything that you're looking forward to? I was wondering about Elsie mm-hmm. and, and her fucked up leg. Fucked up like how? Oh, I want to fix the fucking leg so bad. I yeah. know. I'm wondering when magic comes back, if she turns into like a full like witch person mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, boom, her leg gets healed. And then she's all like, no more chains and I'm a badass now. Because that would be cool. That would be, I would not lie. That would be wicked. I really hope we give more of an explanation on how witches work because I know that we're we're all really super interested in, in all of their whole situation and shit. I'm super pissed off at Grandma Witch Lady for letting them be used as breeding farms and being like super okie dokie with it. I have to say, I think that the Manon storyline mm-hmm. is still it, it's such a small section of this book. Sure. But I have a feeling since after this one is the tandem read, I have a feeling that the tandem read since it's going over multiple arcs in multiple places at the same time, and that's why it's two big ass books. I think Manon's storyline is one of those pieces. So I have a feeling that we're gonna probably not in this book, but the next section where we do the tandem read, we're gonna get a lot more of the witch stuff. Yeah. What and do I have you a feeling guys... it's gonna get big quick? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What do you think was coming out of the witches? Like, what they're, you know, not really, but kind of giving birth to. They described it. It didn't sound anything like anything we had seen. I guess I thought, like, the word hound things. No. Well, they didn't say that. It, they didn't describe them like that. They were didn't really describe them at, at all. Well, well, that's not to say that they couldn't be baby versions. It does. Well, here's why I think it sounds like them. Uh, I have it marked at page 333 is when they give the description. This is chapter 40. That's, that's half of 666, just so you know. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> okay, Sarah. This says they are not witchlings. They are not babies. They are creatures. They are demons. Their skin is like black diamond, uh, which is how Aelin describes the ones in the sewer. And they have three uh, the snouts with teeth, fangs. They have t- uh, teeth of black stone. Because they mentioned fangs, and I believe Aelin just did describe the word hounds as like a weird dog serpent mix. Yeah, but they said the skin. skin was stone. Yeah, just like how the word yeah. hounds were described. And then this, oh. when they found them broken later by Lorcan, and they're like, oh, it's good to know there's flesh under there. Yeah. I legitimately have gone this entire time thinking stone equals like dirty, dusty, I built a road with it stone. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's more of a black like diamond. <laughs> I'm a piece of jewelry stone. Yeah. I legitimately forgot until just now the precious stones were stone. also, also stones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think Never that's... Never mind. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. If it's like, <laughs> you know, like a river rock or some shit or yeah. like, like you know, ye olden times when they built castles with like the dusty bricks and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's dusty. Yeah. Never, never mind. Man, that part is so fucked up. Like, the fact that they're literally on the tables and they're sobbing and begging to be let go. Ugh. Ugh. Ooh, yeah. Sarah, take that out! I didn't... I, I really hope you don't identify with them. No. No. I didn't... I didn't... It didn't really shock me as much. It might if they, like, talked to them and they pleaded and there was, like, more, but there wasn't, so... So, of all the characters, I have I have to tell you, I think I identify the most Adian. Okay. And I feel like it's because he always wants to know what's going on. And then he doesn't get to know what's going on. Oh. And it drives him crazy. <laughs> and that's me on a daily basis. And it's not because <laughs> that's who going? I said I would romance if I was in that universe. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Because I just find it, uh, <laughs> I just find it interesting that... that I need the fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I always feel like I like I gotta know what's going on. I have to be a part of everything. I gotta yeah. know everything, and then I'm not. And then it makes me <laughs> very sad. Are those your defining traits? Though I mean, I it, it is funny to identify in that sense. But I I would see a lot of comparisons between you and Adian of like your fierce, unwavering loyalty. Mm. Oh. <laughs> like, I was gonna say sheer pigheadedness because oh, well, oh, okay. well. <laughs> when you're sick and you're like, no, I'm gonna go to work, I'm gonna do the thing, and we're all like, no, fucking stay home, get better. You're yeah, like, that's you too. Fine, and then you're, we're like, all right, fine, get up and get dressed, and go to work, and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you guys out, you know, this is who I identify with, not who right, you right. identify with. That's the case. We can play this game. I was agreeing with you, bitch. First of all. It's because I, I love you that I can't say this. Who do you guys connect with in this storyline the most? I got some sad ones. Oh, all right. <laughs> I I'm not I mean not the breeding farm or anything. I would fucking hope. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you for starting with that. Uh you're welcome. <laughs> so I I kind of I kind of see a little bit of okay, like a little okay, more than a little bit uh Lysandra mm-hmm. because of how she hid herself for so long mm. and how well she hid herself and to the point where she didn't even know who she was anymore. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was younger, I did that so much. Yeah. And it took me a really fucking long time to figure out who I was and get to a point where I was comfortable not trying to be somebody for other people. Mm-hmm. And I know that that a lot of that struggle is going to be behind book doors, but sure, the struggle is real. And I was like, damn, girl, I feel it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I also kind of saw myself in um, Esterin. Esther. Sure. I called her Esther. I so- called her Asterin. <laughs> oh. Asterin is how I would say it too. Or Asterian. I said Esther. <laughs> E-S-T-H-E-R, that's her name for me. <laughs> so for Esther, questioning the belief system that she was raised in, 
even when it was super unwise to do so and put her in a bad position and then kept getting her in a worse position and then she's like fucking no this is super uncool bro like we need to fucking quit it like do you not see what's going on and i mean i've had i had some struggles struggles are real (laughs) and whenever i look back at them um, and, and some of the belief systems stuff that I was raised in. And I absolutely went through a time where I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. And whenever I see that now, it's the same thing where I'm like, okay, but like, mm, are we sure? <laughs> okay, but are we sure though? Are we sure? Because that's terrible. That's not okay. And I try really hard to advocate in those situations now for other people. And... I don't know. Like, I, I felt like she was trying to advocate for her peeps, mm-hmm. even the ones she didn't like. Sure. I agree. Yeah, she was very brave. I don't see. I don't know. Not all of him. But <laughs> I, well, no, no, not who you think. Are you going to say not, No. <laughs> no, say it, I would. Say it. I would if I wanted to fight, but I don't want to fight. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, not actually. I was actually going to say Arvin. At I least knew you didn't that's say what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to say Sam and be like, yeah, I saw myself as Sam dead with a toaster. Iconic. Um, <laughs> me. Mood. <laughs> I think there are certain characteristics, even now knowing that I guess this character is done, he's dead, that like, I'm I really not hope anymore. it's over. Yeah, I would really hope um, <laughs> that it's done. Uh, but I think there's something to be said. Now, I'm not justifying any of his actions he is a fucked up individual always has been always will be spiritually or otherwise <laughs> but <laughs> there there's go. something about i guess being able to maybe throughout my struggle with mental illness there's a lot of learning to use your words as weapons and learning mm. how to manipulate to get what you want now i don't think i'm that person anymore but i do think I can be incredibly selfish and manipulative and that I have that potential, especially if I'm threatened in some way or something like that. I think I have equal potential to be that person, but deep down, even though it's fucked up and evil and a lot of things that he's done is wrong, at the end of the day, the only thing he actually wanted from Selena was love, which I think is a very... Well, because no. he put the ring on her, and then like literally the only thing he had her do was like tell me you love me, and tell me with you. Yeah, say my name. No, that was that was just proof that it worked. Well, that's what he wanted from her. No, he wanted to set himself up as the king. Well, if he, he wanted, wanted to take over her whole fucking kingdom, and yeah, be, like, the but dude I in think charge. I think it was more than that, though. I also think it that. was. If you look at him not as a monster and as a human. Knowing that humans are complex, so he should be a complex character too. And knowing that Sarah loves to make her character complex, mm-hmm. no, we should this burn w- it. No, this wasn't even that wasn't <laughs> even like a character arc because he wanted her back when Sam and her were a thing, where Selena had no intentions of continuing on her family legacy of being in royalty. So I now, right. yeah, obviously, of course, it's very like Arabin to have a plan that he wants and that is beneficial to him. But I think there's something hidden there i guess i should say of 
being that person and it really just being lonely. And you don't realize it until you experience that growth and that and that maturity, which Arvin uh, really just weaponized as, as part of his part of his job. But I think there's equal potential in a lot of people to act how he did. Basically, I still say scorched earth. <laughs> if there's any character that exhibits any sign of undiagnosed BPD or CPTSD, I'm relating to them. Letters. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm here and I'm queer and that's me. Like, I get it. So probably, probably Arbin. I have a um, <laughs> potentially weird take. Not as a hot take, but a weird one. I find it hard to believe that the king has been allowing all of these things to happen. Mm. And I, I would like it. So I either am suspicious that he knows and he's setting them up or, and we'll find that out later, or I would like to take him and like fucking shake him and be like, bro, the hell's wrong with you? You're letting slaves go on like uh, on to more or, or but in a truck like what the fuck is wrong with you like this works all the time for you how you're losing all of your men all of the- so you're mad at him for his transportation choices <laughs> that's who you're lecturing this episode yeah yeah <laughs> right because he's losing so many resources mm-hmm. right he has to know that Maybe that's their why lives he's are new- she's a new minister of transportation the lives are expendable I- but right, but it's just there's just so many that are going away, and then he just like blows up part of his city. I just don't understand how somebody who's so meticulous and so like detail oriented is just like fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just seems so. Ca- I, I it's probably just for the plot, but I just don't feel like. You can't tell me that the king didn't know that it was Aelin. But he... I think he thought it was Lorcan, didn't he? Because he's like, oh my god, Maeve's fey dude is here. But that was after. After the... After the... Oh god, I forgot the guy's name. The one that Aelin pretended to be inside the thing. The something Cormac? Yeah, 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 yeah. He questioned him. Because people had said that it might have been him. Mm-hmm. But you cannot tell me that all of that craziness was Aelin. You said the time before, that means that Adian is pretty sure that Aelin will come save him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then he just falls right into it. I think he was maybe thinking that uh, Pork and Beans was working with Selena Gomez. Pork and Beans? Cormac? It's just... <laughs> You I'm just sorry. called him pork and beans. Fuck like, just off. like it was nothing. Leave my brain alone. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't come at you for your life choices. Don't we don't make that me. choice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think here's the thing. Why would it be so unbelievable that so we know Aelin is outsmarting Arvin. Why is it unbelievable that she's outsmarting the king? I don't know. I just can't. You don't trust it? You just don't trust it? I just don't trust vibe? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Just my spidey senses are tingling. <laughs> Your plot senses? Yeah. yeah, something like that. 
Well, we do there's have. A lot, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's tingling, but that's specifically what I'm. <laughs> no, I mean, is like, is, a, is this because of the pinky touches? No, that's not what I meant. There's no right. spice in the. That's no. Hold on. <laughs> I meant the like Lajes did it for you. There's lots of plot points that are. That, never mind. I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> she washed his hair. She described it as intimate. <laughs> Strangely, not oddly, not not weirdly, just intimate. I'm gonna stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) I think there. I would. I would like to lecture Manon a little bit. I think that I like. I get this tear of like Manon wanting to listen to her family because um she'll fucking die if she doesn't, and then wanting to respect her second's opinion who obviously got knocked down to third what are we calling her esther yeah (laughs) for hysterion there is like this she is being told like hey you know what is happening is fucked up and manon is always hesitating and always what's going on down there i need more information i'm gonna send a letter to my grandma and then if she says it's okay then but the thing's She's starting to have that arc, right? Where she's starting to realize things are going wrong, but it just sucks to be like, you trusted this person to be your second, even though they were not suggested to be your second in the first place. That's a decision you made for yourself. And they are telling you and they are breaking code and years of potentially hundreds of years of tradition and order and discipline to tell you this is fucked up. And she is just not listening (laughs) she's not listening in the way that i think she should at least be taking into consideration and i guess her in investigating the whole breeding room and stuff like i with a lead i guess that is her trying to take into consideration of like what is happening here but i'm gonna be really disappointed in uh, manon's character if that that doesn't spark her to piece the fuck out bro like Mm. I, you know what I mean? So I would really like to lecture her because I'm like, okay, you know damn well things around here are wrong. Things smell wrong. The people are wrong. You won't eat the food there because it's wrong. Everything about this is wrong. And you know that. And people around you that you have loved and trusted your hundreds of years are telling you it's wrong. And you're like, there's just not enough doubt there for me, for Manon. I'm going to need her to use some critical thinking skills. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have to well, she can't borrow any from selena gomez well thank god she's not there <laughs> i i mean i wanted to to lecture carol for being a karen and i want to lecture assassin daddy because we we don't try try to try to capture and rape our queens by the way i didn't realize he was from terrison don't know why that slipped, but I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, there's a lot of people from Terrasen. I was surprised when a lead was. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And your mom I make is the them one terrorists. That... No. The king might say yes. <laughs> uh we don't groom children. So that's that's a big it's a big no no. We also don't brainwash slash possess people into loving us. Well, Damn, that's... I've done that wrong forever. <laughs> uh, I mean, so, so so those are some some pretty big lectures to have. Um, uh, we've already touched on those. The only other one that's that's pretty big that I want to uh, I just want to throw out there for the funsies of it. I also want to have a little bit of a 
a heated exchange, if you will, with Manon because she does not let her sky puppy play with the pretty new girl. Mm-mm. And clearly, they want to get along. They cuddled. Mm-hmm. Um, the sky puppy wagged his tail. <laughs> okay? <laughs> he wagged his tail. Uh-huh. And, and he protect. And he, he cuddle. Mm-hmm. And I just... I just don't feel like the sky puppy's heart is being, you know, nourished as much as it should. Mm-hmm. So I just want to have some words with Mana. Oh my god. Does that mean the sky puppy was once an actual sky puppy? He had to be small. Oh my god, about- do they have wyvern eggs? They gotta. <gasps> Did you think about the fact that Manon I want a sky her? puppy, puppy? Like the think cuddling the, scene? The what one? Because Manon was hiding in Elid's room to like make her scared. And then she went upstairs to go to where she felt safe in Manon's room to be by the sky puppy. So Manon caused that and she's not allowing them to hang out. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. It is really Wait, why is that for the sky up? puppy? That's what? not fucked up. Because oh. that's dangling, no, that is dangling <laughs> friendships with the sky puppy in yeah. sky puppy's face and then I'm saying, t- no, you're weak for wanting friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I'm calling it now. Alita and Manon are going to be besties. I'm calling it. That'd be cool. Well, but how will that work if Alita is really loyal to Aelin? So do you think Manon I. I would love the storyline more if Elite ended up being a, one of those Cochrane witches mm-hmm. and then Manon and her like went off into the sunset or some shit together. That oh my God. would be fucking awesome. I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. There is a little but... romantic tension, isn't there? Elite's like, damn, Manon sleeps like naked. All 13, <laughs> I think all 13 plus one needs to just be les- lesbians together. Thirteen's a oh, well, wait a minute. Two of, no, there's not. <laughs> Two of them are sisters, though, I think, right? So maybe oh, not all of them. I feel like a lot of cousins. <laughs> I feel like we're... It wasn't... Hey, cousins wasn't a problem for Aelin. That's That's really gross. Sarah... <laughs> Moving <please>. right along. <laughs> Talking about predictions. I think that... Before the end of this book that we are reading right here, mm-hmm. before end of Queen of Shadows, I think we're going to have some big shit happen because we all know who, who Sarah be mm-hmm. in, in Sarah's writing. The last yep. couple hundred pages be, oh boy. <laughs> so I think that we're going to have Manon killer grandma. Cool. In this book? Gonna, yep. In this book, mm-hmm. I think Manon's going to kill grandma and... Or at least they're going to have, like, a fight. Because Grandma's going to be like, yeah, bitch, be a breeding ground because yay, demons. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, go witches. And she's like, meh, but, like, demons, though. Right. <laughs> so I feel like that's going to come to a head and Manon's going to, like, offer Grandma or that or they're going to have, like, a big showdown. And I feel like Lorcan is going to have... Um, a big showdown with Broen, and yeah, they cool. they they're gonna like almost level parts of Rifthold. It's gonna be like a whole thing. I feel like we're gonna explode the castle tower thing. Yeah, and I think that by the end of this book, we're gonna kill Clarice 
And Lysandra is going to join the gang. Well, I don't think they're going to kill Clarice. I think they would just pay off whatever price. Yeah. Like, Aelin's fucking rich now. I'm sure she gets I, fair n- coin to get No, Lysandra. they mentioned uh, that they that they, they want to kill her at one point. And I was like, yeah, kill her! I, I am bloodthirsty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with a lot of that. I just I think- heard it on my breath. <laughs> Sorry. Goofy. Sometimes you gotta. <laughs> Just, you know, kill the bad guys. <laughs> you gotta. I agree, though. I do think, I think magic will be free this book. I think there will be huge, horrible consequences to do that. I don't know what those are, <laughs> but mm. I think they will be bad. And I, I feel like we're going to get Dorian back. I feel like we're going to get Dorian back. I feel like we're going to get Dorian back soon. I think now, Dorian back or not back is going to be next book. I think it's, I think it's this book. I, that's Let's just my prediction. We'll see. I think it's this book. And I feel like, well, God, I hope Rowan and her have a conversation. And can- oh, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> At least once, bro, please. Those are pretty In hundreds of years. <laughs> At least one. That's all I need. <laughs> but yeah, I would say uh, maybe, that's going to happen. Um, maybe Aiden might get an answer. Maybe. <laughs> of some kind on one of his many questions. He's yeah. going to get to go along one time. <laughs> on one of their adventures. Damn. So it'll probably be to the grocery store, but he will love every Oh my god. Every second. Yeah, those are my main predictions. No. I could see I could see Manon taking things into her own hands quickly. I would hope so. I don't think we're gonna get Manon V Grandma yet. I think that's gonna come next time. Prediction for not this book, but maybe other books. I think that the healer from the Throne of Glass prequel, Assassin's Blade, is going to be the one that heals Elite's foot. Mm-hmm. Just nice. a random. I think that'll be a callback because her foot's fucked up and's been fucked up for a long time. So, like, naturally, and they these keep books, talking about it. Yeah, like that requires like a different level of healer, and it'd be cool if they did that as like a gift to. Sol- or mm. Aelin, because that's my, part of her court. And her mom literally died defending Aelin, so. Yeah. Yeah. In that last moment before she ran out at eight years old, so. I think Lorcan's going to find out about Gavriel, mm-hmm. and he's mm. going to run and tell him. I don't think Whenever he gets back. I- well, he might walk and sail. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. I I feel like obviously he has to Jeez. tell Maeve, but like if she asks, but I don't know if he'll tell. Mm, I think he's I gonna tell Gabriel. I don't I think he'll see. tell Maeve, but I think he's gonna tell Gav. That'd be cool. Yeah, and then I think Gav's gonna come over. That could be. And cool. I have a feeling we're gonna end up, probably not. I mean, definitely not this book, but I have a feeling we're gonna start breaking those bonds. I don't know how. Which but bonds? I feel like his cadre, oh, with they're all going to start breaking the bonds with Maeve. We just have to kill Maeve. Oh. I love that. Wait, who would rule? Aelin. All of it. The whole Probably world. Rowan. You know, just like the whole world. We're just going to... The whole thing. <laughs> Aelin's just going to rule it all! <laughs> well, how close is Terrison to all of that? Let me take out my map. It's on a different continent. Different continent, plus they don't show it on the map. Yeah. They could. They'll figure it out. It's on the right. I'll tell you what. They'll find somebody and it won't fucking be uh, Maeve. She'll be dead. We still have not come back to Pirate Daddy. I want Pirate no. Daddy back. I think all of those Is characters that- will come out in the war effort. Yeah. Kind of like a video game where they all come out at the end. <laughs> Thanks for doing this one small quest for me. Yes. I think Bay of the Day is my turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I know who I'm going to pick. It's not surprising. It's not surprising at all. Uh, it's, is it? It's, you know who it is. You know who it is. You know who it is. You it's, already know. It's the kitten. It's Broen. Oh. <laughs> and I have to tell you one, I knew of the that. Biggest, one of the biggest <laughs> reasons why is not the negligee part, but it is the almond oil part. Oh, that was, that was her whole heart. That was so good. That was so good because he knew what that meant. And he was, I, I just, I love a silently support. I just love a supportive man. Silently, what species they are. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he, I mean, like, oh, that's so sweet because it was like a torturous kind of thing and meant to be used against her. And he said, hold my beer. And <laughs> I just oh fucking love that. Like almonds now. No, 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 no. It's like, it's like the two, the two guys were sitting on the roof and they're like, you know, it'd be funny. <laughs> but he, he's so supportive in other ways too. He knows when to be gentle and he knows when to push her. And I think that she needs that. She needs somebody who's not just going to be a yes man. She needs that piece of pushing her to do the right thing. And I think that, I think he is the key for Aelin to not be the monster Kale fears she could be. Yeah. I really loved that um, they, they both see and support each other through their um yeah. past love traumas mm-hmm. because like walking around and and the flower girl thing and then she's like yeah. oh, oh i forgot about your fr- you good and he's like oh sad i didn't deserve she- he said i didn't deserve her and alan said there's nothing that i can say other than to tell him this i didn't, I didn't deserve, deserve sam. sam and then they're like word up dog Mm-hmm. Let's go get a let's go get a schnitzel or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it'll be sad now. Yeah. And then he goes with her to the fucking yeah. It's a nice yeah. for the day. And, oh, and fucking wearing his clothes. I mean, it was his yeah. boxers, Sam's, <laughs> which a <laughs> funny, <laughs> but um, b that's like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That hurt Just, me. Just all of it. He, yeah. Oh, he looks after her. He he knows when she, he's like the, the fucking hot ass Santa Claus with the sneaking out at night. What? He knows when she's. A, he oh knows my when, God. It's all of it. Yeah. Like he's just a hot ass Santa Claus. He has silver hair. You can't say that. The comparison's too close. <laughs> we, we need to have a talk off. <laughs> recording apparently is there gonna be like some new smutty content we're gonna be reviewing in a few oh, months no. write the fanfic no Roman equals no not Santa. no before we get any more off topic i'm reading our outro we're getting out of here i can't live with this i simply i simply have to get us to stop you know we we are on the internet listen if it if it's out there, there's porn of it. I hate it. 
We want to thank you guys for listening. Of course, this has been Smutty Scriptures reading Queen of Shadows. We have read that until the end of chapter 47, which is the end of part one. Uh, next episode, we will be diving into the rest of the book. Um, so just finishing that all the way. I believe this has about 89 chapters or so, if I remember right. So we will be deep diving into there. Um, of course, there is a lot of social media pages, a lot of links for you to follow to get more Smutty Scriptures content in your life. We got the Instagram page bumping. We got TikTok going. And then really from those two sites is a, is a really good access point to uh, like the Etsy shop where Cuddle and Purple have been making amazing merch and designs. A lot of Akatar themed stuff, a lot of Throne of Glass themed stuff, uh, a lot of really cool uh, clothing designs, day planners, book club kits, really cool shit. So that's going on. TikTok, we're sharing all of our memes, <laughs> all, <laughs> all of the fun things. Uh, but we do have a, a link tree link on the Instagram page to basically take you to every other place. But I'm going to go make a TikTok of Santa Claus no. or Rowan <laughs> right after we're done. All right. Well, get this unholy nonsense out of my church. <laughs> church is adjourned. <laughs> Amen. Um, Hallelujah. I feel like, like I that. should sing Jingle Bells instead. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>